0: Welcome to the Smichael Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smichael and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. We're going to look at influence from three different angles. The first is about you. Who do you influence? And what influence are you having? The second is about who influences you and the influence that you allow them to have over you or on you. The third angle is about the influencers that you want to connect with to advance your career. These are the people with the juice who can make things happen for you. I think of influence as the ability to sway or to persuade. It's about how we build allies, allegiances, and collaborations. I think of it as the capacity to make things happen, and often to make things happen behind the scenes. It's all about creating solid connections and guiding people, opening doors for people, creating conditions that make good things happen. Let's start with you. Have you given any serious consideration to who you influence and how you're exerting or using your personal power? I had a conversation with a friend and she was talking about how she was shocked, so shocked to hear her kids, they're 11 and 14, cuss. And then she said she was really taken aback, but she realized how much she cusses in their presence. She said, I know I'm not having the most positive influence and I need to get a grip. So I'll raise that question again. Who do you influence and how are you exerting your personal power? I love, 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 love my sister Jeannie's influence. She's a can-do person and that rubs off on me and everybody she's around. Jeannie pumps me up in every area of my life she does it for other people too. She encourages her son, Fred, um, in his real estate business. We're all on team peoples for real estate. She encourages the woman at the gym, Rose, who doesn't really want to exercise. She makes that lady feel like she can do a triathlon. She's just a person who always has a positive word and who's a natural encourager, just like our mom was. Assess your influence. Ask yourself, what's my typical behavior at home and at work? Is it behavior that attracts or repels? Are you the person who's always in some kind of conflict? Are you leading a peaceful, purposeful life? All of those things are indicators of your influence. And your influence gives us a glimpse into your character. All right, let's go on to my next question. Who influences you and how do you allow them to do it? Yep, you have to give people permission to influence you. This question or these questions are going to tell you a lot about your circles, your personal circles and your professional circles. Are your circles so homogenous that you don't benefit from new influences, from different perspectives, from other approaches? You know, these questions go to the news and the information that you take in. What do you watch? Do you seek, do you intentionally seek balanced views on issues or are you so firmly entrenched that you can't even listen to the other side? Do you allow yourself to recognize the validity in other people's positions, whether you agree with those positions or not? Yeah, we got to think about the company we keep, too. Think really hard about that. My parents always admonished us to be careful about the company we kept. Their thought was that bad company led to bad behavior, which led to bad outcomes. Now, as a kid growing up, hearing that, it just got on my nerves. But now I see the wisdom in their advice. So think about who you're connected with in every sphere of your life. What kind of energy are they putting out? How much of that energy are you absorbing? And what's it doing for you? And what's it doing to you? You know, there are times in our lives when we have to shed people. And this is really true of people whose influence is less than affirming and less than positive. Think about the people who lift you and focus on inviting more of their influence into your life. The third angle of influence I want to cover is the influ- I mean the influencers that you want access to. These are the people that you need or you want to connect with. These are people who can positively advance your career. You know, when my leadership development clients ask me about how to gain access to decision makers, I ask them to evaluate a few things. The first is, what is the brand that they've created for themselves and how have they advanced that brand so that a decision maker may have already heard about them or heard about their work? I ask them to evaluate their own sphere of influence. Who are they influencing? how, and why. Now, this makes them assess how they're leveraging their leadership in the organization. It also makes them assess their networks. So think about this. Who are you connected to? How well do you stay connected? And what influence do you have on the people you're connected to? I've got a friend who is very savvy about sending people in her network articles that might interest them. This reminds us that she's an avid learner and that she likes to share what she's learning with other people. Those are pretty valuable elements of a strong personal brand. Those activities are also great ways to influence the learning and access information that other people have about her and about what she does and what she cares about. So she's providing all of us a service. Now, if you want to access a decision maker and a high-level influencer, you got to be sure that you have something to offer. You can exercise your influence vertically and horizontally. Don't forget that. You can influence up. I think it's important to think realistically about which decision makers you can actually access. I want to give you an example. I've got a colleague who's a program manager for a large nationally dispersed association. And for some reason, she's fixated on meeting the CEO. I'm not sure why. Well, I actually, I am sure why. I'm going to tell you about it in a second. Because I asked her why she wants to meet this woman. And she told me, well, I just want to meet her. Then she said she thinks that the woman will be able to advance her career. And then as we kept talking and. Kept drinking a little wine, she dug a little deeper and admitted that she's just a huge fan of the CEO and has sort of a hero worship for her. So we talked it through and we started looking realistically at the steep, steep, steep hierarchical structure of her organization, the crazy silos and the intricate bureaucracy. And we also talked about the fact that she works in a field office at the middle manager level. And we talked about all of the layers between her and the CEO. Now, you might be thinking that we decided to just give up on her ever meeting the CEO, but we didn't. That is not what we did. We didn't because it's so important to her to meet this woman. And what we decided was that she needed a real strategy. So here's the strategy she launched. She's looking for places to volunteer in the organization, and she's hoping to get on a big national committee that addresses one of their advocacy areas. She wants to show herself to be a hard worker and also knowledgeable to people from other regions. She wants to start establishing a presence beyond her own region. You know what else she wants to do? She wants to take part in a regional mentoring program for mid-career women and she's already started that and is so excited about that. She's going to attend some of the learning sessions where the COO is in attendance. As we talked about it, what we came to is that right now it may be more beneficial for her career to connect with the COO rather than this meeting she wants with the CEO. Now, we know that none of this is going to address her being starstruck about the CEO. Overall, her goal is to get her name out there, to promote her brand so that she becomes more of a known quantity in her company. Maybe this is going to get her to the CEO, but maybe it won't. We don't know. But what we do know is that it's going to advance her brand and get her more influence. This is what I think is great about positive influencers. They can help us change our thought processes. They can help us modify our behaviors in positive ways. And when we assess our own influence, we can do that too. We can use our character, our behavior, our values to encourage others. I heard someone say, we can use our voice to speak blessings and have positive energy flowing into the world and into the lives of people around us. That's what I want to use my voice for, to speak blessings and to speak positive energy. Yep, we want to access the bigwigs, the movers, and the shakers. But getting there really does start with our own influence. And our influence begins with the thoughts that we hold about ourselves and about our world. Once we're able to get a grip on ourselves and determine how we want to influence, we can begin maximizing our personal power. What do you want? Do you want to be a leader of learners? Do you want to be a beacon of hope for the underserved? Do you want to be an encourager? What do you want? Think seriously about how you want to use your life's energy to influence in every sphere. I want to wrap up with just a few more thoughts about influence. We all have the potential to influence. We've got to start by being alert to the concept and by understanding its power. That's the internal work. That internal focus is enhanced when we focus on skill development and refinement. That's the work that ultimately advances our brand and our potential for influence. Position yourself as a problem solver, a collaborator, a person with an internal locus of control. Integrating those three things into how you operate will make it easier for you to connect with the people who can help you reach your personal goals and your professional goals. Remember this, influence can sometimes take you places where formal authority cannot. Authority, power, and position are tools, and they can be important tools. But influence is a finely developed skill that it's worth taking the time to cultivate. You can, you must, and you will be a positive influencer. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.